Good times, bad friends. I think the police work in this case is like amazing and it's really, really good and I'll get into it. Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to Good Times, Bad Friends, and welcome. As always, thank you for listening, and if you like our podcast and would like to continue listening, please subscribe and forward this to all your friends and family. I thought they... Oh man. Hello. We were just having a great conversation. Can y'all hear me? Yes. We were talking about your father, actually. We were. And I was like... I could like watch all and see you talking, but I couldn't get on this screen. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Doke's name just came up. I wonder if that's You're regular. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it actually is. Because Colin and Doke have such a good relationship that we just really value anytime they can talk about each other in a positive light. Every time Doke oh calls God. me his bestie for the restie, I just, I get a little happier. And that's a pretty common occurrence. It's <laughs> almost a daily thing. Yeah, but he's saved on my phone as. Okay, we were <laughs> we were gonna get into the old spy balloon, but I'm very excited about this because okay. um Mackenzie, if you didn't know, outside of the US, we are now in three different countries with this podcast. There are oh. people in Indonesia, Australia, and Canada that are gonna be listening to you giving us an update because apparently nobody likes to talk about us talking about people getting kidnapped in the woods by aliens. That's <laughs> apparently too off the wall. Yeah. So what we decided to do is bring in more like a current event and what i would say with the theory of mastery of ten thousand hours i would say that our guest right here which is my wonderful sister-in-law my favorite sister-in-law even though by default she's my only sister-in-law <laughs> she has a phd in uh murder mystery studies oh god um oh god don't don't pay attention to him they must have heard you showed up <laughs> what's knew. up they knew i was just the whole in the group is here all right, so don't exile me, please. So, uh, Dalton and Cody, what you missed is Justin gave this super solid intro for Mackenzie about how she has a PhD in what I assume to be murder mysteries. And as soon as that happened, y'all two popped up and you were all in <laughs> with our Canadian, Australian, and Indonesian listeners. Is Indonesia. That, that That's pretty good. All the way abroad, baby. Mm-hmm. Over the um, pond. So yeah, y'all just Mackenzie, made me really nervous. <laughs> no, don't be We're nervous. There's only, there's only like 10,000 people that are going to hear this. But anyway, Mackenzie is going to have the floor. And I actually took the opposite approach. And I watched one 40-minute documentary about oh, come on. Um, the murder of four students in Idaho. Is that correct, Mackenzie? In Idaho? Yeah, take yep. your fame, dude. In Moscow, okay. Idaho. <laughs> okay. And so Mackenzie is basically going to start, and in the words of an office quote, she's going to explain it to us like we're five. And she's going to fill <laughs> us in on one of the hottest topics since Mr. Or since Mr. Timothy Teddy Bundy, because oh, apparently this is guy. starting to marry up a lot. Good guy. Just, you know, he's a little misguided. And so um, Mackenzie is going to turn us into murder mystery experts after this. So Mackenzie, <laughs> I'm going to shut up. We're all going to shut up. And you are going to oh, take God. us from step one to step 100 of the Idaho murders. Take us to the ready. promised land. Love it. <laughs> so real quick, I got into murder mysteries um, about six or seven years ago. I don't know if y'all have ever watched or heard of the podcast Serial. 
Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Great podcast. Yeah. So I got into that because I just truly believed that he, Adnan Sayed did not do it. And um, sure enough, he, his case was overturned and he was released from prison uh, for serving a life sentence, like not too long ago, the end of last year. And um, they actually, I think that DNA evidence is just so interesting in how it's come such a long way in the last even just 10 years, but 20 years later, they found new DNA evidence. It actually was like a priest. It's the weirdest story if you've ever, I don't know if you're really into serial, but um, really awesome ending for somebody that I really believe didn't do it. And I started listening to all these podcasts because I just thought they were like a puzzle and I really like puzzles. And so especially unsolved murders really interest me. So Whenever this case broke um, back in November of last year, um, one of the first things that they always tell you if you've ever watched 48 Hours is like you have 48 hours to catch a suspect because if you don't, your chances go down to like 5% of catching them. Yeah. And so whenever it first came out, I'm thinking, oh, ex-boyfriend, serial killers are actually not very common and very rare. So I really didn't think it was a serial killer. Um, mainly because there were two surviving roommates still in the house, but we'll get to that. But um, it was super interesting because like, you know, a week went by and then like another week and a week after that, and we're coming up on Christmas and there's still no answers. And if you kind of look at the serial case or the Adnan case and all of that, the police work was really shoddy. It was terrible. And a guy served life in prison for it. And that was really unfortunate and um, plucked him right out of high school at 17 and threw him in prison for the rest of his life. And so mm. you have Kate, you have evidence or you have, you know, police work and the justice system that fails somebody. But then on the other hand, you have what the public believes is a failed justice system in this case. And they're actually keeping things so close to the vest because they're like, we already know who this guy is, but it's not, it's not the public's knowledge because you'll see in this case that the, the prosecutors and like the police work was so good that they were not really after an arrest. Um, they were after a conviction. So taking him to court yeah. and what's going to get into court and like solidify a conviction, which I thought was so interesting um, when you look at all of the things that went into like catching this guy. And so um, I'm going to just take you back a little bit, do a little bit about the, I have tons of notes, you guys. I'm like a geek about this stuff. She has like stuff. six pages of notes. <laughs> yes. yes. Don't That's worry. What we like. We love um, So if you see me like looking down, I'm like looking at all my notes because I don't want to forget anything. But um, the November 13th, the... Very at the very early. This is of last year, so this is very recent, 2022. Uh, Moscow, Idaho. There is on Sorority Row, basically, um, very small college. You know, University of Idaho. I say very small. To us, it's a very small compared to all of yeah. our Texas colleges. They don't really, to me, are interest me a lot. But whatever. And um, there. November 13th, two roommates wake up to find unconscious people in their home, their roommates, right? Um, a 911 call goes out and the police come to find that they're just 
they think that they're walking into an unconscious person. You have to remember, this is a college campus. We've all been to college. We all know that, you know, you never know why you're unconscious, right? And so they think they're showing up to just like, you know, some drunk college kids aren't waking up, whatever. And very quickly, they realize that that is not the case. And they walk into a home with four brutally murdered college students. Um, One of them, or two of them were best friends, you'll find. Um, I, I'll kind of talk about them a little bit, but they, two of them are best friends. Um, and then one of them is a girlfriend and her boyfriend, right? Um, you have Kaylee gone, gone. I'm going to butcher names. Okay. You guys, I'm not great at it. Cause I don't, they uh, can't hear us. Northern, Northern people have some very weird names. <laughs> They're kind of freaky. You Colin. have Kaylee Goncalves, <laughs> Madison Logan, Zana Kernodal, and Ethan Chapin. Um, Kaylee and Madison are the two who you'll probably see the most of if you go and just like Google this case and like really read into it. They're two beautiful college girls. They're in sororities. Um, they're just like really popular on campus, whatever. And they are actually end up being together at the time of the murders. Then you have Zaina and Ethan Chapin who are, um, they've been dating each other for like two years very serious and are found together in the same room as well on a different floor. The house itself is split up in three floors. So you have like your basement floor, which is where we originally thought two roommates were staying, the ones that were not murdered. You have the second floor, which is the where Zaina and her boyfriend Ethan are found. And then you have the top floor, the third floor where uh, Kaylee and, and Madison are found. And whenever it first, whenever the case or the, the, the news story first broke, um, it was believed that they were murdered like around midnight and they had spent the, the night of the 12th, okay. Into the 13th of the, the morning of the 13th, they had spent the night of the 12th, um, out at some frat parties, um, and then at a local bar, they all were not together. Kaylee and Madison were together, and then Ethan and his girlfriend Zaina were together at a frat party. Um, Kaylee and Madison were at a bar. So they all are separate. And the crazy thing about, like, if, if I'm, I reference serial all the time and, and just about, like, the differences in these cases, this case, number one, there's so many rumors. So it's hard to, whenever this case was, like, first breaking and everyone was first finding out about it. there were so many rumors that nobody knew what the truth was. And I think a lot of that had to do with the police work, like holding it so close to the vest that it's like, we don't want, it's okay that all these rumors are swirling because whenever somebody kills somebody like this guy did and his kind of MO and who he is, um, you, he, it's funny you reference Ted Bundy because to me he looks like physically very similar to Ted Bundy. You definitely should Google him. Um, it's like eerily creepy, but these kind of guys want publicity they and they the want rumors. They do. They want all the attention yeah. and that's why they do it. And, so, um, and funny that you say and that. So, that's- when you first started talking, that's immediately what I did is I looked him yeah, up. Yeah, that's, that's what I did too. I've been kind of like yeah. looking at stuff as you're talking. 
Oh, and I, and I thought yeah. that was so weird too, because like, obviously you're going to get into it, but I told him like, I was going to like ask questions every once in a while, or like, I guess like point out stuff, but like the way that the police officers were just so awkward during the press conferences and like, obviously they mm-hmm. knew and they were tracking that guy and they didn't want to give anything, but then they were so bad at just saying like, Hey, y'all just shut up and let us do our job. They were like, yeah, there's no updates. And <laughs> exactly. Like, no, no, no. You guys have been in there for like six hours, bringing out evidence. Like there's something. But I also yeah, think it's weird yeah. how and when I, they called in, people got murdered and nobody heard it. But anyway, you're going to get to that. And it's a three-story house and those people are a lot more rich than I Wait, was. Yeah. So, so that goes with my question. So you're talking about all these rumors that are going around. And like mm-hmm. I think of because I worked in higher education for a little bit. Where, where are these rumors like coming from? Like the school doesn't want to be liable for like murder on their stuff. The police officers don't want to look like they're not doing their job. So like you probably have all of these different resources trying to make it look like they're not at fault which just probably boosts this guy yeah yes so like what i think is interesting is the rumors so like take like the justice system and you put it on this whole level right and anything that you take into the courtroom cannot be a rumor it has to be proven Proven. you are innocent until proven guilty right and only the only way to be proven guilty is to have solid evidence and without reasonable doubt this guy did it right and so rumors that were swirling around some of the rumors that were swirling around were like if you've seen the videos of it's crazy now how like our society is so reliant on technology and to a fault sometimes but i also think it's really good because it's guys like this who can't get away with crap like this like they can't get away with it because think about how many like and we'll I'll go into it, but like ring cameras are on people's homes mm. and traffic lights are in like like everything everywhere you go, you're videotaped. And I am borderline conspiracy theorist. And so people talk Ooh. about getting the COVID <laughs> vaccination and getting like the uh what is it, the chip, the microchip the in microchip, you, right? Yeah. Yeah. They don't need 5G. to microchip you. This is a microchip. <laughs> This everywhere you go, this is on you, right? Um, They don't need to microchip you because they have you on video every single day of your life. They can track your every single move. They don't need to physically microchip you. So like I am conspiracy theorist deep down. You're in the right place. Um, That's one of them I can't, that's one of them I can't get on because I'm like, they don't need to do that. Anyway, so I think it's so interesting how, so like all these rumors are swirling, right? Between everyone's, everyone is like, trial by media at this point Mm. if you see some of the videos and i'm talking like within a week of the murders if you go and you look at people that are following this case whether they're on the on social media or they're on the news or whatever it is they're honing in on people who now looking back like hindsight had literally nothing to do with it but so many people are going to be like oh you were attached like you you're a suspect right and they're like no so for instance um, Kaylee and Madison were videoed at a food truck at like, like one fifty in the morning. Right. And there's a guy who's with them in a hoodie and you can, you can literally Google him as hoodie guy in Idaho. And like his videos all over the place. He doesn't have a name. Um, but he is essentially like found, 